Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to the newest episode of Beyond the Fame with Jason Fraley. I'm your host, Jason Fraley, picking the brains of the top filmmakers, musicians, and artists of our time. The Sugar Hill Gang performs live at City Winery in Washington, D.C. this Sunday. I spoke with the hip-hop pioneers about inventing the genre with hits like Rapper's Delight and Apache, better known as Jump On It. I'm Hen Dog. And I'm Master G, co-founding member of Sugar Hill Gang. Yes. No doubt. Legendary Sugar Hill Gang, uh, pioneers of hip hop, folks, uh, coming to the City Winery in D.C. this Sunday, January 16th. Hey, thanks both of you so much for joining us. Thank you. Oh, you're Thank welcome, you. Man. Thank you. All right. So where, where does this fall for you guys getting back out there? You know, co- this whole pandemic's been absolute insanity for, you know, for, especially for, for music artists, well, for everyone, really. But um, when did you guys get back out there? Well, we've been back out since May. Uh Fortunately, you know, we got we have a legion of fans and uh, we've been really had an opportunity. So we kind of been dancing in and out of, you know, different scenarios and different situations. We're pretty much going, you know, doing it kind of, you know, minute by minute. Uh, But, you know, just working to try to stay positive, stay safe, you know, maintain all the protocols and, and doing what needs to be done. And that's really where we're at. Yeah, for sure. And so if, if our folks show up to City Winery on Sunday in D.C., what, what can they expect? I assume we hear all the hits or, you know, any anything new you've been working on or what's sort of the set list looking like? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we got yeah. some new stuff we've been working on, definitely. Uh, you know, we, we're going to bring some new stuff to the set. You know, we uh, also that we just added uh, a, a tribute uh, section to our set because unfortunately, you know, we lost a lot of our hip hop pioneers, you know what I mean? So we give a special shout out to them. We played our records and get the fans to sing along with that, you know? So that's been doing real well, you know, with the crowd and stuff like that. And we've been working on some new music as well that uh, we, we got something coming out, you know, with different artists and stuff like that, you know? So th- we're looking forward to having that come out, but we won't be performing it on the show, but it should be coming out really soon. Cool, we'll look out for that. No. But real, real quick, I'm, I'm curious, which, um. Which hip hop uh, icons that passed away are you going to be paying tribute to? That's what you got to come to the show and find out. <laughs> can't give it all away in the interview, right? Come on, man. We can't do it all in the interview. <laughs> listen, man, listen, listen. Jason, this is the thing. We want people to understand that a Sugar Hill show is an experience, man. You know, you're talking about the first commercially successful hip hop group on the planet Earth. Imagine what the right. conversations and the performance and the energy of that situation. You're going to have an opportunity to get down with the people that brought this thing to the world. This is a yep. multi-billion dollar industry. And yep. it started off with me, Mike, and Hank. So, yep. you know, the show is, we got all of that energy and we got all of that positivity coming with us 
and we're gonna rock the world, man. So it's it's okay. it's it's one of them things that you gotta you gotta check out, man. So it's exciting, man. It's stories and and jokes, man, and we getting down with the crowd. It's just a it's a wonderful experience, man. No oh, doubt. It's gonna be it, awesome. It's gonna be a history lesson yeah, hip hop in yeah. between the songs, you know. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. one, one, one thing for sure, Jason, like we, we always experience this. And G and myself, we always, you know, check them out and stuff like that. When we first get there, you know, they 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 doing the math, you know, they're doing the analytics, you know, sort of speak. So they they doing the analytics and they're saying, okay, the song came out in '79. Okay, these how much do these guys really have left in the tank? Let's keep it real. And then you know when they when you know after the show after we done rocked the house and you know and did our thing, they oh my god. You guys was amazing. Oh, I can't believe it. Oh, well, we believe love it. what we do. Believe it, baby. All right. Well, you, we mentioned sort of the history here. So, I mean, you guys are like the founders of, of a whole genre here. So take me back to the beginning, you know, like um, how did that formation actually come, come together? I know what was it in New Jersey, right? Right. So Anglewood, New Jersey, 1979, the summer of my uh, junior going to senior year in high school, I was DJing in my neighborhood and we had a couple of other cats out there DJing and, and our producer uh, at the time had heard a rapper at a club in New York. And because she lived in Jersey, that's why she was really kind of looking for talent in Jersey. And so uh, they suggested to her to use the, the, uh, uh, the good times baseline. So she had some musicians record that baseline and then she kind of in the process of looking for one guy, she she ran into me in front of a pizza parlor uh, listening to Hank. And uh, we all thought it was going to be one person. So the audition later ended up at her home up in the hills. And so before it was all over with, Mike had she had heard Mike on the tape, but didn't really pick him. He asked for her to listen again. And so her conversation was that her three was her favorite number. So she wasn't going to choose between the three of us. She put the three of us together and that's kind of how it all happened. Yeah. For a trio. So it happened. Yeah. It happened. It happened all in one night, man. Uh, uh, in the summer of 79. And, and history and music history was changed forever after that one night. No doubt. Uh, Jason. <laughs> yeah. She, she was right. Three was a lucky number. Oh yeah. <laughs> it was all of our lucky number. You kidding me? I mean, <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. In, so 79, of course, the big, you know, breakthrough hit rapper's delight. Everybody knows it. I um, believe yeah. it was the first rap single to ever, you know, make it a, a top 40 hit. So it put it put rap yes. on the mainstream. And and also, you know, all these years later, I think I think VH1 ranked it like the number two greatest hip hop song yeah. of all time or something. Um, yeah, it should be number one, but that's OK. What? Yeah, right. What they say was it? Was it fight the power? I think I can't remember. Yeah, I, I, think remember. Was, I think it was. I, I think it was fight the power. Yeah, I think, I think it was fight, fight the power. The power. Yeah. Well, you you yeah. guys could trade one and two. It's one A, one B. It's a, it. I mean, how do you? Yeah, shoot? yeah, it, yeah. It's a cake. It's it's crapshoot. You know, either one. Yeah, I'm yeah, with right, you. On that. Right. Exactly. Well, regardless of where these you know silly list ranks, stuff. <laughs> uh, tell me, right. take, take me into the creation of of that because I mean, um, you really yeah. can't write the history hip hop without that song. Well, that's the thing. So the idea was that when, when the three of us got together, you know, we started kind of playing around with lyrics. Mike had the best way to open up the song because he said, you know, what you hear is not a test and I'm rapping to the beat. So he was describing us. And then, you know, what you do is when, when you, you do a rhyme to pass the mic to the next person. So next on the mic is my man, Hank, come on, Hank, sing that song. That's called a pass. So the idea was Mike would go first, Hank would go second, and then I would go last. 
So the, we being novices in the studio, we knew I had no idea about timing and how long a song was supposed to last. So when it got to me, I just passed it back to Mike. And then Mike <laughs> passed it back to Hank. Hank passed it back to me. I passed it back to Mike. Now, the reason why the song, because you know the song is 15 minutes and 20 seconds long. The reason why the song was so long is because nobody told us to stop and we didn't stop. The only reason why we did stop is because the music ran out. Right. <laughs> so you just would have kept passing the mic another 15 minutes if you, if you could. Yeah, because nobody, <laughs> nobody said anything to us. Nobody right. told us, like, right. oh, it's got to be five minutes. It's got to be. They right. were just, everybody right. was in the control room. It was right. Mike, Hank, and myself, you know, standing in the studio. Right. Uh, no, 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 no vocal booths, nothing. We just had headphones on and microphones in front of us. And we were just going for it. Wow. And, and, and Jason, the, the, the most amazing thing, though, uh, uh, about Rappers Delight, man, like G said, it was over 15 minutes long. That was unheard of, of a, of a radio station playing a song that long. I mean, they, they would, the uh, DJ would lose their, uh, uh, would lose their job if oh, they were man. playing a song over over four minutes you know what i mean that rapper's delights like more than double stairway to heavens <laughs> yeah exactly exactly yeah exactly and they would play it back to back so back you know, to back and the short the short version seven minutes and, they, and we call that the short version right that's seven minutes <laughs> right exactly and that's longer than most songs there you go right, well, right wait how did yeah. so wait if you got a 15 minute total song you know for the full full extended version how do you how yeah. do you go about trimming it down to even seven minutes for the radio like how, how do you even decide what to pull out so what we did was we did the we did my we did mike's rap hank's rap and my rap okay we did the first three raps and then we cut we, we we cut to the chicken tastes like wood so those were like, and the way that it goes out, it comes out to be pretty nice. You still miss, <laughs> you're still missing, you know, um, a lot of Hank stuff and, and yeah. a lot of, and another couple of raps that I did, but the meat of the, the meat and the fruit of the song is definitely there. Oh right. yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. For sure. Well, I want to know which one of you, which of you three came up with the lyrics, you know, the, the famous uh, right off the bat. I said a hip hop, a hippity hip, the hip hop. You don't stop the rocket to the bang, bang, boogie, just jumping. Yeah, who, wow. who, who comes up with that? <laughs> okay. So, so in those days, there's like, so if you remember, if you know, if, like, for example, in my rap, I say, what's well, on and on and on and on and on. That's what you call a, like a, like an ad lib or a fill. So it's like you getting your mind right or you kind of warming up to go into your rap. So because Mike started the song, his his lead in to his rap was, I said a hip hop, the hip did a hip the hip. That was his lead in. Because mm -hmm. that was what he used to do at the parties. So when he would get the mic at the party, he that was he, that was his thing. So he did it on the record because again, see to us, all we were doing was just a party. We were just rapping at a party. That's basically what the way I saw it. The way he, Mike saw it, the way we saw it was we're just rapping like we would be at a party. So we did it that way. That's why you heard him say hip hop. That's why I say it's on and on and on and on and on. Because that's what and we would do. It was very, very natural, extremely organic. Wow. And then I guess, I mean, how much did that going forward then after that song comes out? How much did that change your life? I mean, at that point, you're you're made men, as they say. Basically, <laughs> I'm not I, I don't know what it's like not to be Master G of the Sugar Hill Gang. I mean, mm -hmm. I remember childhood and all of that, but but once we hit once we hit seventy nine, everything from that point on to to this day uh, is uh, is another world. I mean, I was vacationing with my wife in uh, North Carolina, and my nephew 
pulls up to me and he's like, Unc, man, I need you to do me a big favor. My wife's father just found out that you're my uncle, blah, 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 blah. So I got to literally get on the fa a FaceTime call and talk to this kid's wife's father because he's a fan. And that's just the day-to-day -day living of being Master G at Sugar Hill Gang. Comes mm -hmm. with the territory, you know? You got yeah, you know, it. Comes yeah. with it. Well, all right. So Rapper's Delight comes out in 79, obviously puts you on the map. And then, um, you know, let me hit a couple others. So in 81, everyone knows Apache. Um, oh, boy. Although, I mean, I know it was sort of, I guess, like a cover of something that was existing, but your guys' version, I mean, that's the that's what we all know. So, and yes. How do, what what was the idea behind, like, it's it's a bunch of Lone Ranger references, you know, Tonto, jump on it. <laughs> right. Keep wasabi, right. jump on it. So, what was that, how, what's the, why is it, why is it all about the Lone Ranger? What's the story behind that? <laughs> so, 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 Apache is a, is a derivative of a song called Bongo Rock. So, Bongo Rock was a break beat that we used to play at the party. So, if you go and listen to any Ace Wonder, Apache, uh, Sugar Hill, any of the records that we did, they were all break beats that were right. turned into songs by the musicians. So uh, uh, the deal with Apache, because that's what we called it, because we called it Apache, the bongo rock break beat, we called it Apache. Because we called it that, we started to shape the song in the context, because again, back in our time, the Lone Ranger was on television all the time and it was a uh -huh. big deal and it was, you know, faster than this beat, you know, uh, you know, uh, Kimasabi and Tonto. And so that's kind of how the references came with uh, Long Ranger and Tonto and the whole nine yards. I love it. Well, it is it is one of the most, you know, memorable songs. We all can dance to it of any generation. And I think, we, you know, where I'm going with this, a big reason for that is when the Fresh Prince did it. <laughs> Yes. Oh yeah. It was coming. Yeah, absolutely. You what was, was your? What would I mean? Full disclosure: I was born in '84, so I wasn't alive for when go. it came out. But right, right. I, I experienced the song through through Will Smith mm -hmm. on the Fresh Print. So what did you guys? <laughs> what did you guys? What did you guys think when you saw them doing it on the show? Were you like, "Oh my gosh, we're gonna be immortal now, even more than we no, already are"? <laughs> no, 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 no. Here's here's the hit. My daughter, my daughter's 23 now, so she was like, you know. 11 or 10 or something like that when uh, uh, th th they did it on the show. So I came home one day and my daughter was like, dad, you're huge right now. You're like incredible. I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> we talk about like late, late, early nineties. You know what I right. mean? She's like, no, you don't understand. So she takes me in the house and she plays it. That's when back in the day when it was TiVo, you remember when the TiVo was? So she plays yeah. the, the episode and shows me the song. So I was like, okay, whatever, this is cool. cool, cool. Then I started doing live concerts again. And everywhere I went, everybody was doing this dance. Right. So I was like, yo, what the hell is going on <laughs> with this dance? And then they finally, and then I thought about it, and they were like, Will Smith, man, the episode, blah, blah, blah. And I was yeah. like, and I'm going to tell you something, Jason, the record is bigger today bigger now. than it was 30-something years ago. The record yeah. is bigger today. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, Jason, we could, we could be in the airport, right? And, and, you know, waiting to catch our flight to go to a show or something. And, and, you know, you see the, the young generation, you see some people, they be checking us out. They, they, they know we're somebody, but they, they just can't put their finger on to figure out who we are. Right. So finally, you know, one of them, two or three of them will get the nerve to come up. Who are you guys? Da, 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 da. So, you know, we tell them, oh, we Sugar Hill Gang, stuff like that. You know, they say, uh, well, you know, we we do that song, Rapper's Delight. Oh, okay. Uh, well, we do that song, uh, 
jump on it. Oh, oh, oh y'all do jump on it. This is it. They call it jump on it. Yep. Isn't it so funny how things evolve like that? No, it's true. It's Incredible. so true. So you you Incredible. saw you saw people doing the dance first before you even put two and two together about the Fresh Prince yeah. show. Wow. Yeah, I was I, I started I had I had kind of stepped away from the group for a while, and then I got back doing active concerts, and so I started touring. And I would, like I said, we would get to the record and everybody was doing this dance. And I was like, wow, this is pretty cool. Okay, that's neat. Then we go to another city. And then the same thing would happen. And we go to another city and the same. And then, like I said, then I get home and, you know, I'll get out because we lived out in LA. So I get out to the house and, you know, my daughter starts talking about how, you know, everybody in the school is going crazy because her, her dad is the guy that did Jump On It. And I'm like, damn, I don't have a song named Jumped On It. No, dad, yes, you do. Da, 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 da. You know, so... Yeah, man, crazy. That is hilarious. Crazy. Yeah, I, I, guilty as charged. My buddies and I did it at a high school talent show. We did See? the dance. We did See? the dance. We did the Will yeah. Smith. See, I'm yeah. telling you, man. And and and, and yep. during the pandemic, uh, uh, Jason, somebody uh did it. You know, uh, a challenge, and it, and it went viral. You know, doing doing the uh the Apache song. And 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 it went viral, and it blew up big again. Everybody was doing it all over the world. On on no, the record's on, huge, uh, man. Yeah. Wow, that's that wild. record is huge. Uh, on TikTok. Everybody was doing it on TikTok. That's the thing now, I guess. <laughs> did yeah. We, so did did you ever hear from you know Will or or Carlton, the you know the actor saying saying hey thank so, thank you. <laughs> no, no, really. The closest the closest that I've gotten is we have a, a podcast, the Sugar Hill Gang podcast, right? And we interviewed uh, Jazzy Jeff. Yeah. Uh, and oh, and we just talked to Jazzy Jeff, Jeff on mine too. He's awesome. There were, oh, no, yeah, oh, he's amazing. He's amazing. incredible. Shout out, to, big shout out to Jazzy Jeff. Amazing no guy. And he and I had a conversation about the impact. And he said that Will used to come out during the taping of Fresh Prince and warm the crowd up with Apache. Yeah. Wow. Seriously. Yeah. 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 See, yeah. you're like your guys' legacy just goes on and on in ways that you don't even realize. You know, it's just no. it's incredible. ripple the ripple effect. It's well, incredible. I do want I want to hit. I mean, that's incredible. I, I do want to hit one other one you guys did back in the day because I know you performed it. I believe on Soul Train, didn't you do Eighth Wonder on TV on Soul Train? Yes, yes. You, Memories you got, of performing you on did such your a homework, legend. Jason. Well, I would hope so. <laughs> why, why do you Why do you think when you said, "Hey, can you do it now?" I was like, uh, "How about ten minutes?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay <laughs> yeah yeah good move slick very good i like i mean it. Yeah. i know i know a lot of this i just don't make sure we go in the right order no, it's okay. right. Oh, right. i respect I it i respect it baby i, I, respect I mean it. i mean we, we we just did a show with uh with ice cube and we got another one coming up with him in in, in february god willing and uh he told us that eighth wonder was his favorite song really yeah he did say yeah. that ice cube told me to my face I can testify. I can definitely testify to the fact that he told me yeah. my face one on one having a conversation. Eighth Wonder was his favorite record. That's what yeah. he said. Did he say why? It, well, he, he said it, he, he, you go ahead, Jay. No, he you said he cut me off. Yeah, he, he was riding in his he, he was riding in the car with his uncle, and I think his uncle played it. And yeah. uh he, he just kept telling him keep playing it again. And he said he just he just said that the record was so so fly, man, that he couldn't he couldn't get enough of hearing it. And that's what inspired. He said that's what made him want to start rapping. Yeah. He 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 told G to his face that he said, yo, man, he said, Y'all saved a lot of people's lives. That's crazy. 
Wow. That, 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 that was a big statement right there coming from him. So what do you, when you yeah. hear something like that, did the hair on your neck stand up? Do you, do you get, do you get a tear in your eye? I mean, that's gotta be, that's right. That's incredible. Well, I, that's amazing. I, this is the thing. This, this is the thing, man. Like every day for me is a gift and a blessing. I mean, I'm just so grateful to be able to be this way and do this thing. And, but the biggest thing, man, is that, you know, you always want to do something with your life. I don't care who you are. You want to do something. You want to make an impact. You want to make an effect on people. And if you got any sense, you want to do good things. You know, I, I, I just turned 60 Sunday. Okay. My 60th birthday was Sunday. And, you know, oh, I've, I've had, thank you. Thank you. Absolutely. I've had an amazing, amazing, amazing run. And a large part of that run is that I, I put positive energy out in the universe, man. And that, 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 that body of work, those songs, Eighth Wonder, Apache, uh, uh, Rapper's Delight, uh, you know, all the stuff that we've done, man, has given me an opportunity to touch so many people's lives that I'm humbled and I'm grateful and I'm thankful every day. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. I can, you know, I've listened to your guys' music, you know, for for my whole life, really. But, you know, I can hear it in your voice is just talking to you guys. You do put that positive vibe out there. I really do. I appreciate it. It's Um, about about that good energy, man. Yeah, man. It really is. It really is. Well, thanks for bringing good energy to this interview. Um, just so, just so we, um, you know, cover the whole history here. So, so I know you guys disbanded what in like '85, um, and then you mm-hmm. re- reunited. When did you guys get back together? Was it in the '90s? Two thousand five. Two thousand. Yeah. We did. A, we did a quick. I came back in 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 '94 to do a few shows, but everything still wasn't really like it needed to be for me. So I, I continue to, you know, pursue business. I'd gone into business and did really well in the private sector. Doing um, what, if you don't mind me asking? I was in the direct sale business. I owned and, oh, cool. I owned operated uh, door-to-door sales companies all over the United States. Oh, nice. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but, in, but Mike and I have always been the mm-hmm. best of friends. So Mike mm-hmm. is my closest friend and my longest, I tell everybody, Mike is my longest relationship. We've been together 42 years, you know? Uh, wow. uh, 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 and uh, that's a common law marriage, <laughs> exactly. Pretty much, that's almost and, as and long split, as rappers' delay. Yeah, and we split everything down the middle, we split everything yeah. down the middle. <laughs> so, so in 2005, Mike wanted to put a whole nother version of the group together, and that's when he called me to ask me if I'd be interested in getting back out and, and working. So, from 2005, and we were blessed with this guy right there, Henry Williams, and also Tracy Temple, the other guy that works with us on a daily basis. And from 2005 till now, and like literally 2005, we, I kid you not, we couldn't figure out how to get arrested. That's how much we didn't know about what was going on. But between that and this point now where we've done, you know, Jimmy Fallon, talk shows, documentaries, films, concerts, halftimes, I mean, it's an amazing run. Again, that's why I say, you know, we're, we're very thankful and we're very grateful and, and me especially because, you know, this is my thing. This is what I was meant to do. And uh, I get an opportunity to do it on a high level all yeah. over the world in yeah. front of tens of thousands of people, man. Come on, man. I got a pretty I mean, good uh, on, on New Year's Eve, uh, Jason, uh, we got to perform the halftime show in the Boston garden on the parquet floor. I mean, we were the first act that's ever been perform halftime show there because they don't do halftime shows. It, the word been all over the industry and we were the first group that they let come in there and perform. Wait, when, we, yeah. what, what New Year's Eve was this? 
This, this this one just passed. This most passed. recent one, you were at the Boston Garden down on that yes. floor. Yeah. Yes, yeah, man. We were. Yeah, man. Yes, yes. Wow. Seventy-five years. Seventy-five years. The Boston Celtics have been existed as long yep. as basketball. Yeah. They never have had never. a national act come in and do a halftime performance. We are the first. Yep. Wow. In the history in the history of the team in the history of the league to perform yep. Yep. Uh, a halftime show. Yes, right. New Year's Eve. Take Easy, that, man. take that, Bill Russell. Take that, Larry Bird. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> you guys got to do the halftime show. That's so great. Havlicek so like stole said, the ball, and Cheryl Gang stole the show. Yeah, yes, man. we did. Yes, we, we did. We definitely killed it. We, we killed rocked. It. They loved it. We rocked them. Yeah, they loved it. That's they great. So, it. see, you're still doing it to this day. Well, real, real quick, I guess more on a, a bittersweet note. I know, sad note. You, you lost Big Bank Hank in what 2014, yes. I think. Uh, yeah, 2013. Yeah, 2013. 2013. Memories are sh- shout out to him real quick. No doubt. Oh, God. No. Let me tell you something, man. You know, Hank didn't write a lot of stuff, and there's a little bit of controversy behind his initial song, you know, our, his lyrics and the initial rap of the light. But when it comes to delivering, when it comes to a oh. person to get on a stage and oh. rock a crowd, oh. there was nothing better, man. Hank's no voice bad. was just amazing. Yes. His personality was ingratiating. Yes. I mean, he was infectious guy. Yes. He, he, Hank is an amazing dude, man. So, yeah, you know, he, he and he'll be, a, he, you know, he's our brother and we love Without him. Without a doubt. We miss him, man. We miss Without him a doubt. Without yeah. a doubt. He'll be with y'all in spirit at the city. Absolutely. Center. Always. Always, Jason. Always, man. We love Hank. Awesome. Yeah, man. Awesome. Well, I love, I've love, I mean, we've charted pretty much the whole journey in, in about a half hour. I, re- I mean, there's so much more we could talk about, but I- I'll let you run. I know you're, you're busy guys, but um, congrats on everything. And we're so excited to see you at it, at a city winery in DC on, on yeah. Sunday. Absolutely. Pre- yes. Thanks so much for joining yeah. us guys. I really appreciate it. We'll see you at it city winery um, down in DC on, on Sunday. I appreciate it. No doubt. Jason. Thank you, man. Looking Get forward to it, man. Ready. Looking, for, looking forward <laughs> to seeing everybody Sunday. Come see us. Be there, baby. Come check it out. No doubt. Cheer. All right, man. All right, Jason. See Thank you. Thanks so much for joining us on Beyond the Fame with Jason Fraley. Remember to hit the subscribe button and give us a five-star rating if you like what you hear. We'll see you next time. I wanted to take a second to tell you about an app I really enjoy. Living in the D.C. area is great, and Podcast D.C. gathers all of the local shows that I like all in one local app. Health, sports, local news, politics, and so much more. Podcast D.C. is the new local app with hundreds of D.C. area podcasts to choose from. I can earn exciting rewards just for listening and share the podcasts I love instantly. Available in the App Store or in Google Play, listen local with Podcast D.C.